Hello everyone. Hello Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hey guys. Hey Chris. Welcome to this podcast does not have name episode. What were we at? 41, I think. 41. Yeah, 41. Uh, for July, sorry, for August 3rd, 2022. Yeah, we're in August now, not July anymore. That's right. Holy so, macaroni. Exactly. <laughs> you saw that from me when I said that on your stream, I think, wasn't it? Uh, Holy macaroni. Yeah, Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, the one where he's 3D. Holy yeah. macaroni. Holy macaroni. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I recently used that on someone's Twitch. I thought it was you, but I, I completely forgot Homer said that as well. Yeah, Might have right. been someone else, but you do reference a lot. A lot of art. A lot of Simpsons on the channel, so. (laughs) Yes, yes. All right, so yeah. How have you been the last week since we last talked in the podcast, Chris? No, right, I guess. You know, the cheese, sorry. The same as usual. Uh, And you? Been okay? Yeah, I mean, as always, my my sleep schedule's screwed, but. Right. Yeah. It's uh, same. Nothing I can. Go ahead. Same as always, then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like when I was a teenager, I could easily sleep twelve hours a day on the weekends if I really wanted to, and most of the time I didn't want to. But now, as an adult, I'm lucky in a normal sleep. Even if I go to bed early, like it doesn't matter when I go to bed. It's it's. I'm lucky if I get at least half of that. I'm lucky if I get at least six consecutive hours. And even even if the six hours is split up, I just can't sleep more than that in, in the like over in overnight amount of time. So I don't know what it is. Like I went from one extreme to the other, but like I I know from psychology that as we age, our brains need less sleep the older we are. But that still doesn't explain the whole sudden shift. You know, like that extreme. I I don't know what it's, it's something else is wrong, but I don't know what. So yeah, it will be a mystery probably. Music because you had nothing else to do when you were a kid. <laughs> so you just slept I had video games. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, okay, I guess I'll start. Uh, I haven't really been up to <laughs> too much. Um, been playing some DVD. I think they came out with the new challenges today, actually. Oh, they uh, they had a um, behavior... What, what, what are they called? Behavior something. It's like their, their first... Uh, kind of like you know all the companies have their own e3 presentations this is like their first like not dbd but like company-wide update they announced mm. some other games uh the hooked on new game the date the, the dating sim is actually out today oh it's see. out right now you it can buy it right out. now it was i think i think it was 10.99 on on the steam store but apparently it's supposed to give you a skin in dbd as well but i don't know i, I don't know how that works but yeah, so that's out now. Uh, they also announced and they showed a trailer, Chris, for uh, Project W, which everyone knew was about Wesker. So they showed Rebecca healing Meg, and then they showed Ada Wong, and then they showed Wesker. And Ada literally drops pallet on Wesker. <laughs> Let's see. He breaks it, yeah. But apparently uh, what also got leaked about the Wesker... Oh, he's called the Mastermind, by the way. Oh. That's going to be his... Which makes it's... sense, if you think about it. I guess, but... <laughs> it's disappointing that they don't even though they get the like the, even though they're able to use the licensed characters they have to give them some stupid gimmick name instead of just calling Pinhead Pinhead or you know the Demogorgon the Demogorgon right they have to slap on some stupid name on them 
I don't like that. <laughs> so they showed in the trailer uh, him using his Ouroboros powers, and they confirmed he'll be using that. Apparently, his his uh, killer power will be being able to rush at people, much like in Resident Evil 5 or Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Like, you know how he teleports all over the screen. Mm. He'll have that power as well as the Ouroboros power. The Ouroboros power is much like Nemesis' um, what was it, T-virus? Or something virus. I forget which letter, but you have to go, like, get the vaccine and cure yourself. So he'll have something similar with Ouroboros. Um, you have to, there'll be crates just like uh, Nemesis, apparently, they said. And you'll have to cure yourself. Hmm. Um... Let's see. Uh, yeah, and his power, his killer power is like rushing people. So once he, if he ah, can talk, if he successfully, there we go, rushes into someone, depending on the situation, they didn't go into more detail. They literally said depending on the situation, you can either like down them, you can like toss them forward or something like that. So apparently, people are saying Wesker can toss a survivor off a second floor onto the main floor or something on maps with two floors or buildings with two floors. That's pretty interesting. I'm not sure how that mechanic is going to work at all, but sounds pretty cool. Um, hmm. Yeah, they showed Rebecca's perks. She may mostly make her a support character, which makes sense because in the RE universe, she is like the Star Team's medic. Yes, <laughs> so, she's she is support. <laughs> yes, Ada Wong is all about uh, helping out in impossible situations. So, yeah, I guess. We'll see what, yeah, we'll see what that's all about. But uh, yeah, I mean. We didn't see any gameplay, but we saw the trailer. So it was like a minute-long trailer, Chris. So you should watch it after a, a podcast. Just We're to only of... going to watch some of it. It's it's a, it's one minute. <laughs> the trailer is one minute, Chris. You can watch all of it. You can afford the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was that happened. Uh, I over the weekend I played a Game Pass game that was about to leave the service. Um, it's called Raji and Epic Tale. It's basically has to do with a lot of uh, Indian mythology. So it was it was okay. It was a six-hour playthrough or so. Um, I wouldn't have played it if it wasn't on Game Pass, but because it was, I figured, eh, might as well. $32 game otherwise, but I wouldn't have paid that much for it. The ending really sucked. It's like it's like they forgot to do the, the last part of the game almost. It just, the, the game, like, ends. Like, you do a final boss, and the final boss escapes you, and that's it. Hmm. I'm like, uh, okay. And I checked on the Steam forums. <laughs> exactly. I checked on the Steam forums. And like, the, someone asked, are there multiple endings to this? Because it seems like we're missing something here. And the developer's like, no, only one ending. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's that, right. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not, I wasn't really into the whole Indian mythology. That's just personal preference. Nothing against it either. But uh wasn't really my jam. It was pretty interesting because like, sometimes you go to the murals and you learn about, like, you know, Vishnu, or I forget the other goddess name. Sounds with an A. But, uh, yeah. It, it was interesting to know it, but uh, I mean, didn't really impress me. It was, it's it's kind of like, uh, you know those Tomb Raider games? The, like, the, the, I don't want to say the 2D ones, but the one that, like, the multiplayer ones, like Lara Croft and the Temple of Light? Mm, Very yes. rem uh, reminiscent of that, except no multiplayer. So, if you can imagine that, like, the combat's kind of like that. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, so... The exploration is kind of like that too. It's 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 not really, but it's the closest thing I can think of. Uh yeah. Aside from that, I surprisingly haven't played that much games. Um, I know there was something I I played. I just can't remember. I can't put my finger on it right now. But yeah, I've been streaming a lot uh, last couple of weeks again. Finally, 
Uh, I've been playing some Fall Fancy Five on stream, so that's cool. Yeah, I've um, seen that. I was lurking for a few of those when I have okay. time. <laughs> well, by lurking, I think you just mean like being AFK. So I'm not sure if you know where I am specifically. No, that's what lurking is. You just are in chat. Well, <laughs> yes and no. Lurking, you, there's different types of lurking, but yes. Um, no, I, I was just asking if you knew where I was. So basically, I'm not sure if you played through FF5, Chris. Yes. But, uh, okay. So, small spoiler, but not really a spoiler, because it's not it's not essential to the story in any way, shape, or... Well, it is, actually, but it's it's not a spoiler, because every Final Fantasy game previous to seven basically had this. Surprise, surprise, there's more than one world map to explore in Final Fantasy V. So you start in what's called Bart's world, and then you use the meteorite to teleport to go. I don't. I never know how to say his name properly. Galuf or Gauss world, and then you find out through the story that their their two worlds are originally the same world, so they merge together. That's a third world. So basically, I'm halfway through the second world. So. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 just talked about that, Nessie. We just talked about that. Well, I just talked about that. So. Yeah, we talked about how the dating sim was out already, and then uh, we also talked about the Wesker trailer that they showed. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we talked about the the trailer and the uh, about Wesker, Ada Wong, and what was her name again? Uh, Rebecca. Well, Rebecca Chambers. Rebecca. Thank you. Yeah, Rebecca. <laughs> so, yeah, we we talked about that a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, what else have I been up to? Um, not, not much, just FF5 and DVD mostly. So, um, let's see. I didn't, haven't really watched anything this week, surprisingly. Just watched, well, we finished last week, Wednesday, we finished um, the last part of Demon Slayer that's currently out, the entertainment arc. That was really fucking good. I that wasn't was. expecting some of those twists. The, um, when, during the last bit of the fight when, uh, what's his name, the Lightning Kid, I don't remember his name, but when he went to do his attack to attack the, uh, I guess, ribbon, demon, whatever you want to call her, I saw a clip of that on Twitter and said, fuck yeah, I need to watch his show. <laughs> like that one scene where he slashes at her and bounces around. I'm like, well, I need to see the show. This looks great. <laughs> For me, I first heard about the show from word of mouth. Everyone's saying, oh, it's really good. It's really good. I'm like, well... Yeah, okay, let's give it a shot. I mean, it's, I mean, like, it's in the in the title of the show, Demon Slayer, right? And yeah. there's obviously, like, a bunch of swords on the title cards. So I'm like, okay, let's see what this is about. So, yeah, I am really excited to see what happens next. The um, next arc, I believe, is something like the Swordsmith arc or something like that. I don't know what it means. They showed, like, a splash screen or whatever of, like, the two, you know, the two guys that make their swords. I think it was something called that, but I have no idea what it's about. They didn't reveal anything, but I assume anyone who's reading the manga will know where it's going, because I assume manga's much further ahead. So Manga's but, done. Like, 100% finished? 100% finished. Oh, wow. Before I, 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 think, I think before the anime even started. It's I not that think... long of a manga. That's weird. It feels like it would be a long show. <laughs> so, you know what I, I mean? I kind of... I kind of peeked ahead on uh, just to see how far the anime is compared to the manga. We are about halfway through the whole series, Chris. Nice. According to the manga. So, so each yeah. each arc might have, other than maybe the last couple, you journeying with one or two of the top tier guys until... Yeah. That's what it basically feels like. <laughs> the uh, So that means I, I, I won't have... be able to see the monk and my favorite guy <laughs> until for like another arc at least, I think. 
the next <laughs> high level person is the love. I don't remember the name, but like, you know how they have like the, oh, the, guy, the, the sound guy. Is it that uh, girl guy. with the uh, blonde hair or whatever that thinks everything's so? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, I don't know how to explain it, but she she loves everything and thinks. Yes. It's basically... Not Shinobu, the other girl. The yeah. Yeah. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so she'll be the next kind of mentor or whatever you want to call it to them. Like the, the main focus of the show will be on her. So yeah, uh, I think that's about it for me. I, I was tempted to watch Stranger Things. I just, I think my Disney Plus is about to lapse. So I think I will sub to uh, Netflix and just uh, watch Stranger Things 4 now that it's all out. I didn't want to sub when it first came out because I knew they did the first eight episodes or so. And the last two are going to be like five weeks later, just so if you watch Stranger Things right when it came out, you'd have to like wait for yourself to lapse, then resub just to watch the last two episodes. I'm like, screw that. I'm just going to yeah, wait for the last two episodes especially... to go. Yeah, that's they know what they're doing, I guess, in a way, but a lot of... that's such a dumb way to do it. It is. <laughs> because, I mean, hello, there are more options. Like, as much as I hate there's like, you know, 50 freaking streaming services now, you know, at least the advantage is I don't, I'm not stuck on just the one. All right. If, That's why I, I went on Disney Plus for Obi Wan. Yeah. I watched some other stuff on there as well. Now that, you know, that's about to lapse, then I'll go to Netflix. Same thing for the food apps. Like, I, I don't do it much nowadays, but if I see, like, oh, hey, you know, get, get, get the monthly pass and get like 50% off your next like three orders or something, or no, mm. it was 75% off my, uh, my next three orders. I'm like, you know what? Ten dollars for the past, seventy five percent off next three orders. I'm saving money. Okay, let's yeah, go for uh, it. So. I'm just surprised. Like, if they're if Netflix is going to do that, like drop most of the series except for the finale, for like, and save that off for another month. Why not just do it one or two episodes every week? Just do that then, because it's going to take up the same amount of time. Yeah, might as well do that and have everyone talking about it every week instead of dropping it the one week. Have everyone talk about it for two weeks and then nothing for the next month and a half right <laughs> like... i think uh netflix is pretty infamous for just dumping all the episodes at once typically well, not all the time but well yeah but then, if they're gonna then... if they're gonna do that might as well just do it every cup every week or a few episodes a week right and if they're going to make you want to if they have put off the finale for like a month and a half after the first episodes right you know what i mean yeah you might I was as well commit. That. like <laughs> Yeah, like Netflix is infamous for dumping all the episodes at once, and then Disney Plus is very infamous for one week at a time. So instead, he goes the pace. Except yeah. like the first ep the first week a series comes out, they'll do like two episodes, not just one, just two. Because I guess the first one is of any series is mostly the slowest episodes because they're setting everything up. So yeah, in a way, you, say... you usually watch one episode or the first two or three episodes in a series, and if you don't jive with what you see there that's what most of the series is going to be right mm -hmm. so that's what i, I usually for... say about different shows like yeah. we got a a friend of ours that hasn't watched trigon like he's tried multiple times this is a uh, pokemon he's tried multiple times to watch uh trigon and when i've asked him like you know because one of his girlfriends was trying to get him to watch it and i asked him one time like so how many episodes did you get and he was like and he told me about Five or six, I'm like, yeah, that's good enough. If you, if you don't like the main character after like a few few episodes, you're not gonna like the rest of the show. <laughs> Even yeah, if I mean the end of the show is pretty good. Yeah. You don't like it, you don't like it. 
<laughs> not everything is for everyone even things that are massively popular like i think they said call of duty correct me if i'm wrong call of duty is the most popular video game franchise right now i think is what they said it's um, definitely up there along with pokemon and... yeah but i've never been to call of duty and i never will be so you know yeah the call of duty in sports games i don't know which one would be the most popular but those are usually huge system sellers even if Microsoft is trying to say, no, 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 Call of Duty is not an essential game. It's not a huge AAA series. Did you hear that? And then it's... Uh, yeah, but that's uh, that's all I've been up to. How about you, Chris? Uh, not much usual, I guess. Um, just a little bit more Lunar, I guess, to... What would it be? I guess it would be the first like big story drop in the game like that kind of shifts your view on what's going on and there's more that will be happening but this was like the first big drop of who the villains are in the game so we got through that i don't know how far into the game i would say i'm in i want to say a quarter but probably not even i don't have all my party members yet um and I picked up Digimon Survive. Picked it up and played maybe five hours of the game. That's the tutorial and a little bit of chapter one. And so far, I've, uh, excluding, you know, the part where I stopped at, which is the first kind of real exploration part in the game. Basically, like, they'll have lots of cutscenes, story bits, and then parts where they call, like, exploration big air quotes where they'll be able to wander around different areas and investigate stuff look for clues and talk to your party members and stuff like that and where you can sometimes do random battles or story battles so i'm at one of those parts the rest of the experience has been me watching an anime basically <laughs> but it's not dubbed which is which sucks because i wanted to put it on auto and just have it go through the entire, all the dialogue stuff. I can just make choices when it wants me to. So it's only Japanese? Yeah. If there is a way to switch it, I don't know where the option is yet. There... There's not even that many, like, uh, what do you call it, graphic settings. It's very bare, bare balanced when it comes to any of that. But it's basically a visual novel. <laughs> this is a very, uh, like, borderline case, but it's happened to me a couple times. Um, if you do ever want to listen to English, sometimes it's available as free DLC on launch day on the store. So look there. I'm not, it's probably not the case. As I said, it's, it's a pretty French case. Not. But... It's Namco Bandai. They would normally, you think, put that to get together all in one piece, but I can always look and see. So, but yeah, the game was only like 15 gigs to download. It's like, this seems really small. I wonder why. Well, a lot of it's like basically a visual novel, so I'm like, oh, that would explain not too many like overly overuse of like 3D assets and that. Like some of the visual novel stuff looks quote th like kind of 3D, you know that way they made 2D look 3D, but mm -hmm. that's what a lot of the game is. That and a lot of voice acting and. I'm hoping the game slows down on the story and gives you lots of exploration and battles and stuff like that to do because I want to fight and 
level up my Digimon <laughs> and stuff. So that's I, what uh, I'm here read, for. <laughs> I read some criticism in the game that uh, in, in Digimon Survive, there's only 117 type of Digimon. But in previous Digimon games, it was like double that already. So apparently you don't have that much of a choice in this new one. Yeah, I don't know how many Digimon there are in total, whether in this game or in total in, in the lore of Digimon. So I don't actually know. And I've got a few Digimon with me, like the I've got four of the main ones with me right now. Plus, I've recruited a few. It's got Did a you get that, uh, uh, pre-order bonus uh, for Gilmon. Yeah, I, I I don't know the names, but <laughs> I I read that some people got screwed out of it. So that's why I was asking if you got it. Oh, yeah, that sucks. I don't know what happened. It's supposed to be like the first month, and you can and you can still get it. So hopefully, they get that sorted out. But yeah, I got that one. Um, it's not too bad. The they've got a system basically taken from SMT, like the Shin Megami Tensei and uh, Persona series, for like recruiting Digimon. You basically talk to them and try to make try to convince them you're you you are their friend, so they'll join you. <laughs> so they'll say something like, "Hey, you look pretty strong. Uh, I, I bet I'd lose if we get in a fight." And then you pick from like four choices to try and make them like you or not like you basically one choice will bump it up to forward or two back and or that's for two of the choices and the other two choices will either bump it up one or bump it one down like your cap progress bar you get three chances to try and so i guess saying, get them to half <laughs> you're saying it's pretty much a dating sim you have to you have to please them before in a way but it's on your team <laughs> I, I would say it's more like it's clearly taken from like smt like the actual way the dialogue is done for the battle system and you could talk to your digimon uh and give them buffs at least the four main ones or your the four main not four main the main kids you can talk to their digimon and give them buffs during battles but not the ones you recruit which is weird don't know why <laughs> and yeah, one thing that's that is weird, weird is you can see the evolution lines of like the other Digimon that you recruit, but the all the main kids uh, Digimons, all their evolution lines have big locks on them, so you can't see what they're going to evolve into until I think maybe they evolve or because of a story reason. I don't know why they locked it off because I think a lot of people already know what certain Digimon evolve into, but they're like, no, nah, you can't see, you're not allowed. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, that's pretty much been me. Like, I went back. Oh, I watched a, I watched a little bit more uh, Fist of the North Star. Finished off yeah. uh, the fight with uh, Kenshiro and his, I guess, training partner, brother, whatever you want to call him. Ro? Ro? What a great fight that was. <laughs> Between the two of them. And now they almost killed each other in their in their fight. Of course. And then of course. their other brother stepped in and said, you guys can't do this. You guys know you'll just kill each other. <laughs> and that would be pointless. So Ro left on his giant horse and Kenshiro seemed fine after the fight, even though he had his chest stabbed <laughs> again. Wait, it was supposed to be a, a spar and he got stabbed by a well, knife? No, no, they were, no, not by a knife, by fingers. Oh, they were fingers, fighting okay. and they went to attack each other and they... Attack each other's hearts with their 
with their palms. To, they did the same technique on each other and stopped before they hit each other's heart because they grabbed the other person's hand from stopping them from killing each other. But they almost killed each other. But it was a good fight. Not disappointing. Now we're in some other arc, which is fine. But the one guy's gonna like die soon, or was going to. Yeah. This arc's just dragging on, I think, until we get to the next big arc, because this character's probably going to die. Just seems kind of fruitless. I guess it's supposed to be a meaningful arc for his the end of his journey, but I don't know. I almost feel like they're going to pull some BS and say, hey, you're cured now, you're not going to die. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Although, Chris and the North Star, they might not do that, because they don't really do that type of stuff like they don't do the whole uh what do you call it guy not guy uh his guy's uh student uh rock lee yeah they don't they won't i don't think they're gonna do the whole rock lee thing where it's like you have a 0.1 percent chance of surviving yeah. this thing and if you survive it may just cripple you for like hey you're saved you know <laughs> like they're not gonna i don't think they'll do that kind of bullshit but <laughs> But it is quite a, We have a 33.33, repeating, of course, chance of that's survival. Success. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, that's it, pretty much been it for me. I haven't done too I, much other than work. I did forget to mention, I did also play through, uh, I just started up a new FNAF, FNAF game I never played uh, before. It was just Help Wanted. That was the one that was originally a VR game, but they made a regular game out of it. So yeah, you played through the first. Uh, well, you played through various scenarios. Um, so there's, you know, FNAF one scenario, FNAF two, three, four, uh, FNAF four mini games. There's like sister location type of uh, stuff where you have to like open up the animatronics and service them, but do it correctly or they'll kill you. There's a service elevator, which is really fun. You basically keep going down elevator and like different doors on either side of you open up and you have to like figure out what to do quickly. It's kind of like a puzzle, but you're obviously under pressure because if you don't do it quickly enough, like, then the animatronic is like slowly like crawling towards you. You can like see them. I'm it's like, like oh, keep okay. talking and nobody explodes. <laughs> uh, not quite, not, not that quite a thing, but the idea of different puzzles on each floor and you have a time limit. Is what I mean. Yeah, it was pretty fun because sometimes you have to like look beneath you because sometimes like you hear something beneath you, so you look down, and like the elevator is like you know grating on the bottom, so like you see like the animatronic trying to get you there or like above you in the ceiling and the elevator, so you kind of have to like. And there's three doors too. There's like in front of you, then on either side, there's like mm. doors for the elevators. Only the one behind you is like actually solid, so you have to like pay attention and use your audio cues. I guess they don't uh, want you like. Spinning circles, just just try and do something, yeah. especially if you have a VR headset and just. And I was thinking, yourself. man, <laughs> if I if I had VR, I I'm not sure if I get motion sick from all this or not. Like, uh, you know, I'm like down, up, left, right. It's kind yeah. of yeah. Some people have uh, different different uh, what do you call it? levels of how much they can handle VR. Sensory, some people sen sensory perception, I think. Yeah, something like that. And I know some people, some VR headsets don't work very well with glasses or have. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, so. I mean, I, I've worn contacts in the past, as you know, Chris. Yeah, yeah. But uh, 
weren't buying contacts just to play a VR game when, when VR is already expensive enough? No thanks. Yeah, you know? but I, I thought that there was some that were claiming they're going to put in some stuff into the VR headset to put filters to help people so they don't have to wear their glasses with VR, but I don't think that went anywhere. So, and others have like some apparatus to protect your glasses, but again, whether or not that stuff actually works, because you have to also worry about the pressure on the on your temples with glasses mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, in the early days of headphones, you can see like here and here are kind of clashing with each other. And like, you know, the last like five years or so, they got really good with the headphones in that people who wear glasses, like I can't even feel it. There's no pressure whatsoever. But there used to be pressure. Oh yeah. <laughs> and 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 like I couldn't wear my headphones like for more like a few hours before it started to hurt. It wasn't. It wasn't a pain. It was a pain I could ignore, but it was hurting nonetheless. And then whenever I did take off my headphones, I was like, "Oh God!" That, like the pain, like all of a sudden, like intensifies for no reason. Yeah. After you take it off, which makes so no much sense. pressure coming back. It's like, oh my God! Like you don't notice how bad it is till you take off the thing. I've had that it's issue like... with my cosplay wig sometimes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, you know it, with it resting on my ears. <laughs> mm -hmm. specifically once you take it off it's like oh i didn't realize it hurt that much <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah i guess we can jump into the news if you're done chris yeah i think so all right wasn't... so uh, i'm gonna bring up a story that i forgot to link um but yeah sure yeah i'll just i'll just mention it really quick so mm -hmm. in the last week or so actually it was this week uh sony announced that they were not very happy about the whole xbox acquiring call of duty because they're fearful that essentially, I'll, I'll, I'll quote what they said in a little bit, but essentially they're fearful that having such a franchise specifically for one console and not theirs, of course, but yeah. specifically on only one console uh, would influence buyer's decision to buy at that console and not theirs. I'm like, uh, well, yeah, that's the whole point of acquiring studios. I mean, Sony, you've just very recently in the last month, you've acquired like one or two studios yourself. And they're you? looking to headhunt one of the biggest RPG companies yeah, in the world. Square, which we <laughs> talked about. So it's like, why are you mentioning this? It's like, it's part of the game. Why are you complaining about it? You know, Because but... they want those Call of Duty numbers. Exactly. Call of Duty sells consoles. <laughs> so, see, that's why I heard, but I thought it was like half satire, but I guess so. I guess if, if Sony's complaining about this, about like, hey, you're playing the rules of the game and we don't like it. Stop it. It's yeah. like, what? like if Call of Duty, if EA decided to go Sony only or Microsoft only, the the other company would be upset because it's a lot of sports games they're not getting money from every single year, right? So Call of Duty being basically the sports of FPSs, in a way, you know, it makes sense. They do sell like, I want to say at least 10, we'll say roughly 10 million copies every game, right? Like it's not a tiny franchise. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and have just three quotes here. Mm. And then it, it, basically the story's done because it kind of speaks for itself. Um, so Sony, one of their quotes said, Call of Duty is an essential game, a blockbuster, a triple A type game that has no rival and that and a release can influence a uh, user's console choice. Um, and that's, it's they said, uh, Call of Duty would be impossible to create a competitor for. And um, even if it could stump up the cost, the series is so entrenched that it would not be able to rival it. So that's 
That's so what about Battlefield? The actual rival to Call of Duty. See, having <laughs> not played either one of those games, I didn't realize Battlefield, according to you, is a rival. Because like I thought Battlefield is more different from Call of Duty. Call of Duty is like yes, 5v5 and, and like disarm the bomb or kill the terrorists. And I thought Call Battlefield you know, also Battlefield is like that... 64 and 64, you know, in terms of like they do have you can Battlefield has the huge grand scaling battles sometimes. They also have a lot of those smaller maps as well. They are a little bit different when it comes to like I would want to say Call of Duty is more arcadey, not quite, but you know what I mean? Maybe smaller type maps, but they do have the same types of modes and lots of very similar stuff. And and Battlefield has been trying to copy Call of Duty. Like, yes, Call of Duty sells more, but Battlefield is its 100% direct competitor and always has been. <laughs> like, Call of Duty stole the title from Battlefield, and then Battlefield's been trying to catch up and take it back from Call of Duty, which hasn't worked out since, but they've been trying to copy them and work out things. Like, their big 60-man uh, fight, I think they've scaled back in, like, one of the Call of Duties before because they just couldn't get to work or whatever right they're always copying each other you know that so mm -hmm. but it is basically a direct competitor in some ways maybe some modes are different but to me it feels the same if you want this type of combat you go here if you want this one then you go to this one but pretty much this, the same so i don't know what the fuck sony's talking about <laughs> i i don't know i mean as i said i mean maybe the numbers are way skewed like heavily in call of duty's favor i don't know I mean, I know these recent, uh, the recent Battlefield has been borked beyond belief. So <laughs> I don't know why Sony's complaining about buyouts when they're doing the same thing. But yeah, to, to, to quote a famous uh, wrestling philosopher, Chris, it's all about the game and how you play it. Hmm. He sounds like a smart man. <laughs> uh, anyways, so that was their first quote. Let me just do the next two really quick mm. here. So. Um, yeah, Sony went on to say each annual Call of Duty release takes approximately three to five years to develop. As Activision releases one Call of Duty game per year, this equates to an annual investment of hundreds of millions of dollars. Approximately 1,200 people work on each version, and another 1,500 are involved in publishing and distribution. Thus, Call of Duty alone has more developers than most game companies employ across its entire development portfolio, even AAA studios. So, I yeah. mean, okay, but like, they're just Basically, trying to I, say I think, I think they're, the they're numbers. Trying say, yeah, they're trying to say we can't compete with this. Is what they're trying to say. Well, that and the 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 amount of staff used to work on it, you can't say that this is not a small development studio working on the COD games. That's you know. Yeah. So okay. So they went on to elaborate here. I believe yes. Uh, no other developer can devote the same level of resources and expertise in game development. Even if they could, Call of Duty is overly entrenched so that no rival, no matter how relevant, can catch up. Um, yeah, uh, then, uh, so that was our second quote. The third one here, players would be unlikely to switch to alternate games as they would lose the familiarity, those skills, and even the friends they made playing the game. Even in weaker years like 2021, Call of Duty still managed to outperform most other games by a considerable, considerable margin. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, for example, was widely regarded as a weaker, as weaker than previous year's titles, but was still one of the best-selling games of 2021. In other words, even in a bad year, players remain loyal to the brand and continue to buy the game. So that's kind of Sony's argument as to why they are not very happy that Call of Duty might be, eventually be 
a console exclusive. Yeah, for if yeah, this is them trying to like stop the buyouts from Activision Blizzard and pretty much. Uh, which is ridiculous. Microsoft, because, like, that's it. <laughs> I mean, it could be argued Square is the biggest RPG maker, or at least the one JRPG. The most... Yeah, they own yeah. a lot of franchises and stuff. So <laughs> what? So like, they're being very hypocritical because Xbox can just flip the whole thing. And say, okay, instead of Call of Duty, talk about RPGs. There you go. Argument made. You know? like, it's if, like if Sony wanted to flip this, and why don't they just try and buy fucking EA? Right? I mean, Sony, you would think should be able to afford it. Like, I know Microsoft is like, I think the second one. Okay, maybe, I, I'm not going to say that, but like, they are extremely wealthy. Mm. Microsoft. I, I'm pretty sure Microsoft they throw has money, more money around a lot. Sony. <laughs> Microsoft, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm very confident has more money than Sony overall, but Sony is not a poor company either. They could probably afford to buy EA if they wanted to. Maybe I don't know how much EA would want. So yeah, I, I, I think Square would be more. Well, obviously, it would be cheaper, but I wonder how much EA would sell for to be to be basically well, under one brand. Not under yeah. one bread, under one console. Hmm. Anyone. <laughs> Sorry, are we talking about EA? Wait, who makes Call of Duty? It's Activision, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so why are we talking about EA? Because I, I, I said if Sony's going to complain about this, why don't they oh, just right, try and right, headhunt right. EA? EA for Battlefield. See, yeah. I, as I said, I don't play other games, so I got a little <laughs> confused there. So, understood. Understood. Okay, makes sense. Because you know then they'd yeah. be whining, complaining if someone ever brought this up to them again. Say that you funnily tried to enough, stop sorry. this. <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, they did mention Battlefield. They said um, they they mentioned. I'm just kind of paraphrasing here mm -hmm. that uh, this that Call of Duty defines the first person shooter categories and provided comparisons to Battlefield to illustrate that there's no contest between the brands. So basically, even Sony saying, "Hey, Battlefield is the closest thing we have," and even if we were to purchase it, still wouldn't be enough. Not even close. So that's Sony admitting that. So I guess Sony's not even going to try, which is a little ridiculous. I like, mean, if you're competing against someone, you just don't give up and and like start crying, like oh, like they're doing something that we're doing right now. Stop them, but not us. It's like, okay, <laughs> that that's a very weak argument, but okay. But yeah, Sony's not very happy. But then Microsoft has come out and said that they intend to have Call of Duty uh, uh, stay multi-platform. So take that as you will. Yeah, yeah, they've said that, but also they haven't said how many years or if it's always going to be multi-platform. Like, yeah. we know Microsoft has said that they're going to stay as hands-off as they can from the Activision Blizzard and let them do what they want. So they'll just be a separate arm off of off of them, which could give them a little bit more leniency in what platforms they go on, right? So, and, I mean, really, as we've talked before, Microsoft isn't interested in keeping everyone on one console. They want you playing their games on everything. They don't care what you're playing it on, as long as it's a Microsoft game. Exactly. Right? They're, all about, they're all about Game Pass now. They're, they're all about, so you know, the expansion and getting the word of Microsoft Game Pass and their games in everyone's mind. Because you'll yeah. be you'll have to go to them at some point for those games. And and like the best thing I do when someone says something is I you know, you look at their track record and there's a couple games that have come out in the last year or so, one of them being Deathloop, that's uh, 
you know, Microsoft acquired the the studio before the game came out, but then the studio had already signed a, um, I think one year exclusivity deal with Sony, and Microsoft said, "Yep, yeah, we have full intentions of honoring this pact because yeah. it happened before we." And yeah, I mean, if you look up Death Loop, it came out last year and in twenty twenty one, and yeah, it's still it's still a PlayStation exclusive. I don't. Is it even for PC? I, I don't even know. Yeah, okay. It's it, it's on Windows, fair enough, but it's a console exclusive. That's what they signed mm. the contract for. Yeah. So yeah, even though yeah, Bethesda published it. So oh, and as we know, know <laughs> Xbox owns Bethesda now. So yeah, I mean, they said they're gonna do it and they've kept their word. So, you know, just look at someone's track record. That's just Yeah, I think we're just go. I think they're just afraid that, you know, five years down the line, oh, this is now all exclusive to Xbox only. Like how this... That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, again, it's it's all about the game and how you play it. And they lost, according to themselves, because they're crying all of a sudden. They didn't cry before, you know? Yeah. But I mean, this will just be flipped if they were to buy another big studio. And some people point this out to them. So you you said this though. Like, no, no, that's mm-hmm. that's not the same thing. Is what they'll cry. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I was going to say I'm not sure how truthful this is. This is something I read, but I actually researched. Apparently, Microsoft is the second biggest company in the world in terms of how much money they have. So I'm not sure if that's true. So don't quote me on that. But it would not surprise me at the same time. I mean, it sounds about right to me. It. Yeah, I have no idea about that. I know they have a lot of money, like with the PC, yeah. Xbox, and their other branching uh, tentacles. I don't know. Well, though. Even even without the video game industry, they, they have well, so yeah, much money the, just from... They're one of the biggest tech industries, yeah. I think. So, I can... Everyone uses Windows. <laughs> all, all, all businesses use Okay, not maybe not all, but like the vast, vast, vast majority use windows and microsoft office i know i do at my work and if you make it easy people go yeah (laughs) i mean i'm sure there's there exists some companies are like okay we're gonna have mac for everything i'm sure there's some or android (laughs) we'll use linux i'm sure there is i'm sure in in the history of the world right now there is a few well not more than a few probably hundreds if not thousands of companies that use linux at work but for the most part it's like 99 percent windows for every organization. So. Yeah, most people's home PCs run on Windows, and they'll usually have like a side PC if they want running Linux and that, because a lot of stuff doesn't run on Linux or doesn't run easily on Linux or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, so that wouldn't surprise me if they have all that cash, but I guess we'll so, see, because Sony's really trying to trying to stop this uh, from the happening or to put some type of embargoes on the deal, <laughs> saying that you can't... That these that that company always has to be like, or certain franchises have to be, fucking multi-platform all the time. Like they're gonna try and worm something in there. Is what would be the betterment for them? <laughs> so, I don't think Sony has much to worry about. You know, when the 360 and PS3 launched, 360 won initially because it had better exclusives, but then PS5, sorry, PS5, PS3. At the end, at the second half, they overtook them and eventually won. When they eventually generation. dropped the price, the fucking yeah. seven hundred dollar garbage console. Was it really seven hundred dollars for PS3 on release? I think in Canada, I think it Jeez. was like six to seven hundred. It was that's out- that's um, like almost a thousand. I that's could be wrong, but remember, this also had for some reason a different disc drive with PS1 and PS2 games on it, and they when they dropped that, they basically cut the price by like a couple hundred dollars. 
For some yeah, reason, they like, said that that was worth that much money. <laughs> I think they learned their lesson now because they have multiple versions of the PS5. So Yeah, but yeah. they haven't learned their lesson because it's not backwards compatible with nothing. Exactly, exactly. We, even I've though never... their disk drive could read all of it, all they have to do is just code the fucking emulator in it. I remember telling you like that I wanted a like quote unquote fat PS5 like mm. the, the original versions because those were backwards compatible with PS1 and PS2 and I had a bunch of those games. But then later versions are like okay we'll, we'll drop the price, but on the other hand now you can't get that backwards compatibility. It's like how come you didn't offer this option to the consumer instead of making it for us both times? Yeah, they should have had different versions of it out at some point, but they wanted to just drop that cost. We know people would spend the extra money for the backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that became the thing, and then you get the new Xbox, and you have to spend an extra twenty dollars for that backwards compatibility. And yeah, imagine how obscure that is when when your console launches, and then you have an, a quote unquote updated version that's cheaper, but it has less features. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's so backwards in my mind. It's like shouldn't it be the other way around? Like, well, not the cost aspect, but like the whole. It's, it goes, it gets better as you go. Now it gets worse, worse as you go. Granted, that comes with the cost of be, being cheaper, but still, that's kind of besides the point because you're taking that option. Yeah, because they're not you giving know. you an equivalent newer version equivalent of the exchange. more exp- of the more expensive one. <laughs> not equivalent exchange, but you'd think with coming out with the cheaper one, they'd be like, well, here's an updated version of the older, more expensive one. Here you go. Have options. No, no options. We take that away. <laughs> All right. You're you're, you're right. It's, you, it's not a clone exchange, but I was going to see if you got that reference or not. That's yes, why. I said. I, uh, okay. I thought that's okay. what you're going for. Uh, yes. I think we're done with that story. Yeah. Can we go to another one with uh, whom is it? I can imagine Blizzard. Sure. Uh, Diablo devs, the new ones that we're trying to uh, unionize, are now saying that Activision Blizzard has hired on the same old union-busting firm to try and stop them from unionizing. Again, they're spending however much money it costs to hire these guys, again, to try and stop this. Even though they've embraced, kind of, the first union, they're now trying to stop another set of the QA staff uh, from unionizing. We did mention that before, that they were think that they were looking into it. But yeah, not much here other than why can't you guys just embrace it? I thought you guys were embracing it. Like voluntary recognizing of the company's second union, you know, saying, hey, yeah, you guys are going to unionize. I guess we could do this a little bit easier this time. No, just brick wall immediately trying to stop mm-hmm. this. <sighs> yeah, I mean, and this, you're right, we, we did talk about this, and this is like, uh, remember how we talked about um, them absorbing vis- vicarious visions? Yeah. Yeah, these are the same people who got absorbed. They they want to unionize, rightfully so, because look what happened to them. They got pulled off of Tony Hawk 3 and 4 and other games that they made. I think they made Spyro too. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, they did one of the Spider-Mans at least. I don't know which one, but... Not not Spider-Man, but Spyro. Yes? Question mark? I remember. I know we went through the last... Spyro Remade Trilogy, I think. Yeah, I think. I want to say yeah. Uh, yeah, so they got, even though their games are really good, they still got pulled and absorbed into the larger entity, of course, you know, the Unicron. Uh, Unicronic Arts. Not yeah, quite, but. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I keep thinking of that. Uh, remember the Newgrounds theme? Yeah. 
the unicron theme yeah i guess you can't hear me when i go because i never knew that that was the unicron theme yes from the movie well i haven't seen the movie since i was like well whenever it came out like within a year after it came out and that's the last time i watched it so i wasn't a huge transformers fan although i you know i watched it i was more of a beast wars fan okay that's also acceptable because I, I i like uh why did they call prime it beasties in canada i don't know why they called it beasties here in canada it's such a stupid name it was made in canada why would... oh my god it, that makes no sense to me it was made in canada yet they called it beasties instead of its real name beast wars beast because wars. apparently I guess they maybe talk. because war, like that, that sounded too violent. I guess Beast is a dumb name, <laughs> but I, 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 I liked watching it because of uh, I liked Optimus Primal, like the big ape. Yes. And uh, Rhinox is my favorite. <laughs> Rhinox is my favorite. Rhinox. Character in that okay. Show. Did you did you watch the follow up series to that show? I forget what it's called. I watched part of it, found out what happened to Rhinox, and said, yes. "Fuck off." Fuck you, Rhinox wouldn't do that. But then he was a villain, essentially, for the whole series. Yeah. For that series. Yeah, it would make yeah. no sense. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, uh, maybe I have to rewatch it and, like, actually watch the entire thing. But when I found out, when they met Rhinox, I'm like, why would Rhinox do this? Like, I didn't understand why. <laughs> like, yeah. I he, he, he gave a speech or something. Yeah, because he's supposed to be series. the smart one. I'm like, but you would see that this is a bad thing, Rhinox, you know? I think I think um, I could be wrong because it's been years since I've seen this over a decade actually. But uh, if memory serves, he was upset that he kind of was regulated to the role he was. Because remember, like in, in the original series, he was just like on everyone's same level. And then everyone like got like the new powers and like the new metal. Do you remember that? And then yeah, they evolved the again after that after they found the original Optimus Prime and then hibernation. Then mm. they got like they transformed again. And he was stuck in his base form the whole time. So then he was kind of put on the sidelines and like be like, oh here, like you can be like the, the team's bitch essentially. And he was not happy. I mean he was. That. He's the fucking medic. <laughs> like he was so, from the start, but he was strong. <laughs> I think that was his speech. Again, I could be wrong, I, but he wasn't really happy with being on the sidelines. So Yeah, I need to like watch it at some point again. I wanna go through the whole thing, but definitely watch the newer one. Like they whatever what was the second one? Did they finally call it second season or second series Beast Wars here? Or did they call it something else? They eventually change it to Beast Wars here mm. eventually, but I, I, I don't know the timeline on that. Uh. But you, you know what I did enjoy about that series was every episode, Optimus would have uh, an excuse to say, well, that's just Prime. <laughs> yeah. Because... <laughs> he always had to because... have a line that had him saying, like, Prime. Like... Yes. <laughs> Optimus Primal, but yeah, but it was mostly well. That's just Prime. It's like uh, yes. it's like the beginning of um every uh CSI CSI uh, Miami, where he's like uh, where what's his name? The main character will like say some pun or say say some line or whatever, and he'll put his shades on, and then you hear yeah, as oh, the music kicks fun. in. <laughs> yeah, I think it's from Miami. I think that's what that is. I never saw any CSI, so but you know the meme. Right, of yes. someone saying like some some quirky line, and then the shades come on, and then you hear the scream from the theme song. I knew it was from the show. I didn't know he says the pun every time he puts the shades. Well, not on. a pun. He, put, he says something. It's some type of pun or some line or whatever. It's and then that'll happen. So, and I think it happens in every episode. So it became a meme. <laughs>
Uh, yeah, uh, I don't think there's much to say. No, I think we. I think that's why we start ranting about other stuff. It's yeah, they you know essentially you know Blizzard hired the firm again. They're not very happy about it. They kind of bring it to everyone's attention, and now there's going to be like a uh, the union busting firm and and the union kind of having it out, I guess. Again. But uh, pre previously in courts, they ruled on the union side, so there's precedent for that at least. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's hope. It goes well for Vicarious, who are now, mm -hmm. I don't remember what their new name is. Anyway, yeah. the old Vicarious. Next yes, story. So we should stick with uh, Blizzard, I suppose. So. Oh, we had Yeah, one? so Diablo Immortal. Oh, shit, um, yeah, this one. Yeah, so there's a story here. Apparently, this is news to me. Uh, so apparently there's a thing in the game, and I, I could be misinterpreting this, but it's not really too relevant to the story. Mm. But apparently... Um, there's there like you know how they have uh clans or guilds in that game right so okay. apparently the top rated clan in that game is called surprise surprise the immortals like no, that's not what the, the, they named themselves it's Actually, just like that's did, that's a did you take care of this story i need to go yes emergency one minute sorry guys yes. no, no worries no worries so there is a uh yeah so there's like an in-game event that happens every so often Basically, it's like, hey, is your guild the top guild in the world in this game? And if they are, if you do this competition, again, it's not really too relevant in the new story, so really deep dive into what it involves, aside from some PvP. Um, your guild is essentially, or clan, whatever it's called, uh, kind of given the title of the Immortals because of the whole game name Diablo Immortal. Uh, it has to do with the storyline, apparently. But anyways, it's not really relevant. Um, so the one person, a YouTuber, in fact, Spent a hundred thousand dollars on his character, on his one character, and he did a lot of PvP. And this game is not balanced at all, right? So if you're willing to spend any amount of money, let alone a hundred thousand dollars, you'll literally stomp and one shot at anyone, and they'll do like no damage to you. So that's what he did. He did some battlegrounds with that character and just kind of face stomped everyone without even trying. Uh, you know, he is a YouTuber, so fair enough. He's doing it for content. That's what he says, at least um but yeah so he's he did that a lot but now that the kind of immortal event came up again i believe he's the guild master of his guild uh he is unable to kind of help the rest of his guild defend it, their titles because the quest line to get started it's kind of a multi-step quest line but one of the steps is to participate in the battleground and because he face stomped everyone um he just his MMR, his matchmaking rating is so high that he cannot get into another match. So it's kind of like, yeah, that's how much he won. That's you know, after spending a freaking hundred thousand dollars, I would hope that would be the case. Like Jesus, but still, uh, it's kind of crazy because now he can't even do the quest line that enables him to defend his their title for the guild. So, yeah, this has caused a huge controversy for him at least. He's kind of complaining on his channel and on the forums about hey you know i can't actually do this i spent a hundred thousand dollars in your game and now i can't even get into a match to, to progress the quest what's up with that but he hasn't been met with much sympathy at all at all mm. so people oh you're back yeah uh basically i was sitting there going yeah, we'll start out the story, and then my buddy's like, "You have to go now." I'm like, "Oh, okay, so sorry." Sorry, I was, if, if I yeah, don't I was, go, I'm going to piss myself. 
No worries, no worries. <laughs> so sorry. I'm not sure how much of that you caught. I, I uh... just, I, I could catch up. Okay, <laughs> so basically now, yeah, he's he's not getting much sympathy from his from anyone, to be honest. Uh, you know, he has complained directly to Blizzard, hey, you know, I spent this much money, I can't get to a match to progress the quest to defend my title, mm. my guild. And now, yeah, people on Reddit, people on YouTube comments are not very sympathetic. They're basically saying, this, you are the reason why they continue to do this. Why should we feel sorry for you? And I think one of the most underappreciated comments was someone saying, you know, congratulations. You paid enough money to win in this pay-to-win game. Here's your here's your here's uh, your reward. reward to sit on You're top. At the top. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so lonely on at the top, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yes, because like I'm sorry, like his the his defense is I'm doing it for the content because he's a YouTube creator, so I can understand that viewpoint. But at the same time, like how many other people have spent a lot of money, right? Like what were their excuses, right? Like. Do you know how much money you have to make off of YouTube to make up the hundred thousand dollars? Plus, you have to think of like overhead costs, like the electricity, your rent, right? The time you could have spent working at a normal job. Like, not that there's anything wrong with being a YouTuber. I'm just kind of like conceptualizing all the concepts. You mean compared to somewhat a normal, yeah, person who's so not like doing you that. have to think of all these all these costs or you know loss of opportunity costs that he's experiencing. Like, I don't think he's gonna get that hundred thousand dollars back. So that's you Is know. It did I miss something in the story that he was saying that he made a comment saying, should I try and get my money back from this? Yeah. He wanted to actually, I didn't mention it, but he wanted to kind of refund his. Yeah. That's, that's, his I think chat, that's how he was saying I, it. Should I refund him my hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. I'm sure you, but it's really going to give you back your hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Like that. You know, that, like, that's a smart thing to say. Maybe he could get some of it back if he tried, but I don't think you're going to get it all back. The game's been up for two question mark months. And there is a limit to how long something could be out or in your possession before you can return it if it's a digital thing. But in this case, I think you have to show some kind of reason why, like maybe some type of incompetency or something. I don't know what you would have to show to, to prove to the credits. Whoever you went through to, you know, we'll see your credit card or whoever saying, yeah, I want my money back, right? So. Was there just very infamous and it's been this way for like years upon years upon years if you ever do a chargeback on a blizzard for any like a blizzard uh, purchase for any reason they will automatically lock and ban your account for the rest of time so yeah i mean do you want to risk losing your hundred thousand dollars character i wouldn't think he would so either way you look at it it's a really stupid thing for him to say number one they're not going to number two if you try you're gonna risk losing hundred thousand dollars. So, but whatever. I mean, if this guy had a hundred thousand dollars to spend on the character, he's obviously very well off. Yeah. So I don't think he has much to worry about. He's, uh, in that sense, yeah. Like, I mean, it's in the end, it's his money. The way he spends it is the way he spends it, right? You know, it's always like that. But to see just how much of the of a power gap it is from someone who plays for free. And someone who spends lots of money is insane just how big the gulf is like he's basically up on top of mount everest and everyone's still at the bottom or most people yeah. are at the bottom <laughs> you know and now he's up there going well what do i do now hello anyone <laughs> pretty right? much i i found the comments i found actually 
or I, I, I found the comment I was referring to. I mean, um, congratulations. You just quote unquote won in a pay to win game. Can't complain about that. You got what you paid for, <laughs> which is absolutely correct. And that comment has almost as much likes as this guy's video. <laughs> and then there's actually a comment here that has uh, over the likes of the video saying, you guys are the reason Blizzard will continue to make games like this. Vote with your wallets. That's it. That's the comments. And yeah, that comment has more likes than the actual video does, which goes to show that really no one has any sympathy for him. Um, so his video came out on July 31st. It is August 3rd today. So it's been about three to four days. Uh, he, again, I'm only I'm only saying his numbers because I, I'm going back to my point about I don't think he's going to get his money back in terms of making YouTube videos, his hundred thousands. The money he put into his character, I don't think he's getting back. So I, I don't mm. really buy his reasoning of I'm making content. That's why I spent this much money. So he has, this video has almost 200,000 views. He has 154,000 subscribers, which is fucking awesome. But at the same time, that's not enough to get $100,000 worth back from this game. Like I realized the game just came out. So we're, you know, this could be seen as a long-term investment, but you're not getting that money back from YouTube, my friend. Like maybe you are, but. Yeah, I don't know his content. I don't know if don't he know. streams, what he gets in there. I don't know. Uh, what his other videos or YouTube channel, what what the what the other videos on his YouTube channel are like, what kind of views they get, but I mean, thousand dollars on this fucking game, no thank you. I yes, and I am very much. I've always said this. I've said this on the uh, podcast multiple times before that. These people are the reason why Blizzard continues to make money and continues to have these practices and continues to do what they do is because people are not voting with their wallet. Or I guess technically they are, but they're making the wrong choice. Yeah. Right? Technically Don't support they this are. shit. <laughs> Don't support this shit. That's all that there is to it. And yeah, uh, I found another comment here that you'd probably appreciate yourself, Chris. When someone's Diablo character is worth close to my entire mortgage. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Isn't it? To think about that? To think about someone could have potentially had another mortgage or could have just bought a second a house mortgage or, or, or a mortgage instead of you know like instead you just gave it to blizzard and they gave you and they were able to afford another mortgage exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. i mean i'm sorry diablo uh, 3 exists why do you have to pay that much money to play a watered down version of it maybe it's the only game i don't think so but there's some people like some people it's the only game they play right so they'll put money into it that's their hobby i could i guess and allowing people the option to skip some of the grind is fine but the insane amount that you have to spend to do that it you know it's it's obscene right like i've always made i've made fun of like fucking uh what do you call it the what's the one rpg series uh, action rpg namco Banda makes Tells games when they started making, um, you know, you could skip levels in the game by spending like five, a couple bucks. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah, they could do that. I'm like, why would you do that? The game is a grind. You'll eventually get to the top at some point, and it won't take that long. And then, but I'm like, fine if people want to spend their money that way, but I, I could never, I can never do that. And seeing going from that little aspect to now where they want you to spend 
all the money to skip all the grind and how much money it costs and how it can break people like break people's like banks in their wallets and possibly leave them homeless like it's insane just yeah. be careful people when you're playing your games don't don't fall into well, these traps if you can <laughs> i think i think nowadays most people know if they are the type to have these are kind of like you know blizzard as we said before not just blizzard most of these game companies who have this sort of monetization model they, they don't care about anyone they just they're targeting a very specific subgroup of people who have these i don't know what you want to want to call it um urges or god i i i try not to insult anyone when i say this but like you know the people who are susceptible to this sort of thing i'll put it that way yeah you know, there are very much people who are psychologically susceptible compared to others yes yeah. you know fear you're missing out or having one to be the best and you know they just can't help it it's it's kind of like this is not i'm not trying to make an excuse for them but like there is a subset of people who like literally have a hard time not doing it it's, it's like it's like telling them not to breathe they have an extremely hard time not doing it so but you know these people are rare but there are enough of them that they can you know make a lot of money off of them yeah. because they're basically ruining their life but so, there are a lot of kids out there who may not know their limits and how you know the limits of themselves and how to react with these types of situations so just you know be careful out there the mobile gaming market because the FM world basically or it is a mobile game uh is rife with this type of stuff like the gotcha games and stuff like that as well so just yeah. be careful <laughs> free to play games are never free to play just well that. they are but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. Like, if you want to get the most out of it, you have to pay money. <laughs> Basically. Uh, so yeah. So next I story. Mean, I, yeah, this guy's not getting any sympathy, and in my opinion, I I'm not gonna cry. Like, I I don't care. No, like, it's just an interesting story to see the the gap between paying and not paying in this situation. In, mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, you're saying next story. Yeah, next story. Save Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. So th I can see why I, this is controversial. I honestly. am on both sides of the fence of this because I've seen the arguments on both sides and like, damn it, <laughs> you know, I don't yes. know what to say. So basically, from my understanding, is Minecraft, uh, Mojang, I guess technically the guys who make Minecraft are saying that they are going to be implementing even on private servers, a way to report people for bad behavior, like bad chatting. Uh, I don't think griefing is going to count, but this, I think this is mostly for chat logs, you know, basically just being rude, crude, have bad attitudes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know, soliciting young children, you know, uh, racial slurs all that but there'll be a way even on private servers to just to put in a command and report people to mojang for the bad bad chat logs and the way they i think act i don't know if acting in servers proper but a lot of people are against this because if you're running a private server 
you're running a private server. The reason why you run it is so that you're not connected to, you know, everything else. It's your own, you know, your own private little island. That's You go there to do what you want to do, and that's that. And you usually invite people who are of, I'm going to say, same likeness, same mindset. Usually your friends, and you do what you want to do on there. Uh, you're never anyone who jumps onto a private server by accident. You usually go seeking private servers. So that would mean you'd need their IP or the web address. You'd need the password because most of them are password protected. So you should more usually know what you're getting into when you go into a private server. And so I, I have issues with them wanting to do this on that sense of them like basically governing chat logs i guess uh, on private servers but mojang says that they're not going to be governing or you know watching your chat logs all the time but it's not that far from it when people someone can just type in a command and report you right <laughs> yeah um i am also of two minds on this mm -hmm. so i'll explain my reasoning yeah i was gonna say you go ahead and they your so, side or because there's more yeah, to it <laughs> yes um here, here i i am on both sides of the fence like you but again i think anyways i'll let's tell you what I yeah, think. Yeah. so basically yes i mean let's be real when you buy minecraft private servers are an optional part of the game mm. you don't need to visit them the whole bit you can do everything as is on your world or, or someone's public server or whatnot like you don't need to have private servers so the fact that if someone does choose to spend money, because it does cost money, to rent or own or whatever a, pri a private server, then you should be able to do what you want on it, right? That's mm. that's my thoughts. Like you can like you're paying for it; it's your server. You can choose if you want to invite your friends. If you make it public, you can make an RP server. You can make a Pokemon server. It doesn't like it doesn't matter. You paid for it; you can do whatever the hell you want on it. Mm. So I don't like the censorship. But on the other side, we have to do a bit of a deep delve. It's like uh, they Mojang wrote an FAQ on their webpage. Um, the type of behavior, this is a direct quote, by the way, mm. the type of behavior that will get you banned is hate speech, bullying, harassing, sexual uh, solicitation, or threatening others. Yeah. So if, if that's if that's what, what the reports will be kind of, but that's what everyone's freaking out about. I'm like, okay, people shouldn't be doing this at all in real life or online on private servers or public servers. I don't see what the big deal is. If that's all it is, if, if people are going to like, you know, be racist towards someone else, fucking ban them. They don't yeah. deserve to play any game, in my <laughs> opinion. You know, fuck that. Like, that's, that's, that's terrible. Like, bullying, harassing, sexual harassment, sexual solicitation, racism. It's like, who who exactly is defending like against this? <laughs> like that's I I did like a double take. I I had to rethink my opinion. I'm like, if that's what it is, then why are people such up in arms? Like, yes, I know there's some people who hate censorship in all its forms. Fair enough. That's not I don't disagree or agree with that opinion necessarily. But at the same time, they are very much targeting things that you shouldn't do in real life. Yeah. Or online. Well, so I don't see that what the big deal is. Like, even if it's a private server. People shouldn't be saying these things yeah. in the first place. Um, this could be used uh, on a server end uh, with some mods, and I believe so. You can actually um, 
change people's chat logs. And this could be used to change people's chats and report them if you want to bully them off your server and get them banned from the game permanently. There is yeah. mods to do that. There's also mods to change the chat log so that they don't know whose account the stuff is coming from as well. And it works with the newest version of Minecraft, apparently. I never use these because I don't do this shit when I'm on the servers. I normally don't talk to people. Or if I am, I'm talking on Discord with my friends, right? <laughs> if I'm playing these games. So, but yeah, there are ways kind of around this, but like I've seen that some people could just gain up on someone and bully them out either by, you know, doing what Mojang was saying, you know, to uh, like that this guy could just report them all for bullying or that they could change their chat logs or change his chat log to make it seem like he's bullying and stuff like that. So unless a Mojang knows how to get around stuff like that, then I see part of it as being not fruitless, but it's the first, I guess for them, it's the first step to hopefully controlling this a little bit better because you don't want your kid going into a, a server, whether it's private or not, and have someone try to solicit them for unwanted things. Yes, <laughs> And agreed. things like and... that. Like, I'm on both sides here. Like, I don't want them monitoring. They're not really monitoring the chats, but I don't want people people to go on a private server and be able to report people and get them potentially permanently banned from the game but also because it's a private server but this stuff should definitely be in in real servers like the paid ones on minecraft servers right so i don't know i'm on both sides of the fence when it comes to this thing <laughs> yeah I, I think we feel very similar if not exactly the same um, to expand on one of your points, um, mm. there's a program called No Chats Reports that very recently came out. Oh, sorry, not a program, it's a mod, I meant to say. It's a mod that came out for the game. It's called No Chat Reports. Um, since this news came out, it's been downloaded over 200,000 times already. Holy crap. And, and all it does is stop the cryptographic sing uh, signatures from messages. So even if someone reports you, they don't know who you are, if yeah. that makes sense. They like, don't know which account it is. Yeah, yeah, which account exactly? So it's like people who own the private servers are kind of already taking extra steps to kind of make it, for lack of a word, private. Yeah, yeah I would know, think like... that most of these private servers though would be wouldn't be wouldn't do the stuff anyway. They just don't want people watching the chat logs, right? Mm -hmm. Um, one of the other things, oh, what was I thinking of? Uh, I wonder like how far it would go like if you could actually get banned like I wonder if we'd get a new story like this of someone going to a server you know on their own server and they got some new people on there whatever right but it's a server where they allow griefing and stuff like that right griefing is when you could just destroy things on the map and it don't, doesn't matter right you could troll or grief stuff like that you could destroy people's built projects imagine going on there seeing your thing broken and typing into the guy who who who's your friend who destroyed it, you know, uh, saying, I'm going to go over to your, I'm going to go and burn down your house and threatening him. But you're talking about his Minecraft house. And this is all a joke. Cause it's your friend, but someone else being on the server saying, that's not acceptable and report you. Like, that's what I'm afraid could happen as well. Like it's something taken out of context and getting someone permanently banned when they shouldn't have been. Mojin <laughs> did the expand that they said, uh, the bans will range from three days to permanence, depending on severity. Mm. So, and that I'm... they are 
supposed to be looked at by real people, not robots. Yes, but we've heard that how many times in other games? Especially when a lot of companies going to robot tech for a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how pop? This is a rhetorical question. I'm not asking you, but do you know how popular Minecraft is? Do you know oh, how many reports oh, yeah. are going to be? Are you are you telling? And Mojang is a very small studio. Yeah. Even though they're owned by like, there's a small amount of people. Mo- so. Mo- uh, there's a reason why Microsoft bought them. It's like one of the biggest indie games to have come out, like at that time. Like it exploded in popularity. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sorry, but I don't believe the fact that a human's going to look at each and every log. It's just it's not physically possible. Yeah. It's not. Um, it's really not. So I just hope this, the stories we get out of this aren't a lot of bad ones because this is good and bad. <laughs> As we said, yeah, we and... see both ends of the of the spectrum here and are on both sides of the fence. <laughs> like if I, I do... if I run my own server, I'm not going to be running these things to block people's chat logs because no one really chats, and I trust the people that I have running or that have on my servers. So, but I think it's weird that that Mojang doesn't trust people running private servers. Maybe I'm thinking of like the big companies like NoPixel and the others that do, you know, big community, uh, uh, what do you call it? Public servers, right? So maybe that's a little different because they will have moderators on, but I guess they're more thinking of these smaller private servers, like the ones I would run and such. Anyway, sorry, I can't cut you off. No worries. Um... Hmm. Trying to remember. Oh yes. Uh, so one thing to add onto the story is that Mojang has been, even though there's been a lot of backlash from the community, um, Mojang has been very clear that they are not in a position that they're going to be willing to budge from. Hmm. So they had a thread on Reddit, just kind of patching it, and it's been downloaded over a hundred thousand, sorry, a thousand times. And uh, yeah, basically they're saying, well. This is why we don't communicate with you guys because we don't want you know being harassed and hounded for you know these reasons. I can't blame them. If I was if I was a dev working for Minecraft, I'd probably do the same thing myself. Honestly, it's like why engage with people when more you know this is this is not this is not new news, but like the the people who kind of feel like they've been wronged are the ones who speak the loudest, right? Usually, people if they're happy, they don't really say anything. Because they're happy, yeah. But people who feel like they're wrong are just like very can be very toxic or, or vitriol or whatnot. So yeah, I, I don't blame that. Like yeah, I don't want to really want to engage either. You don't get you don't get a lot of good news. News is usually of the not norm, and norm should be happy and, and such. So lots of news are always bad things, or people see it as bad, or will complain about it because it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> if you're quiet and content, then that's good. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. so that's the exactly. problem with news in so, general. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see if they budge eventually, or I if they doubt they will. <laughs> They've already seemed set, at least to me, in this decision. So, <laughs> and yeah, when yeah. it comes to Minecraft, they usually don't release stuff until the little release stuff or talk about stuff until it's ready to come out or close to right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see what the future holds. But yeah, next story here. So mm-hmm. we talked about Call of Duty. Let's, let's backtrack to that for a second. So this is a story that actually appeared on my Twitter feed up. But like at the time, I didn't know if there was if this was credible or if it was just someone trying to. Yeah. I'm expecting to kind of... an update to this story as well. 
at some point, but yeah. we'll go over so, what we know. Again, this is... <clears throat> we, we don't play Call of Duty, so we don't have any in-game knowledge specifics, but um, the new Call of Duty apparently has some sort of dog and like some weird suit with a gun or something. It's like it's like a like like, like a I, I I don't I don't want to call it furry because that's not the right term. No, it's, it's basically like a animal the for a, and a, what do you call it when it's an animal person? Animal person? I um, have no idea. But anyways, Call of Duty apparently has this dog man thing with a gun on. I don't want to say the front cover, but like it's kind of like the mascot for the specific game. I think it's, for, it's yeah, call it's Call of Duty Vanguard. Is it's for Vanguard. Of. It's one of the uh, skins you can get for the season four. Okay. Event. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah, this really... event is also with like skins for like Terminator from one from Terminator one and two, a few other guns and stuff like that. So, uh, an artist claimed on Twitter originally. This is where I saw it myself. That um, they basically stole from him, and then he had a side by side comparison. You know, like you know, when people make side by side, sometimes they have like they show like this box, or, like or, like this pair of characters pouch on the left side is like unlike they they like draw like a line to mm. another box in the other picture. This is the same pouch. They did that like multiple times in multiple areas. I'm like, wow, that actually does look exactly like this it guy's character. Looks almost it's... other than some slight changes, it looks almost identical. Like the yeah. The way the bottom of the jacket cuts off at that angle, it's almost the same angle. Why would you design the jacket like that anyway? You know, this is clearly a stylized choice. Other things like the the amount of scarves around the neck of this uh, the semi semi whatever this dog's called. Yeah, like a lot of it looks like very very ripped off from this guy's art. And he posted yeah. this stuff online like two years ago. See, <laughs> it's. Uh, so it was part just... of like, sorry, it was part of a line he did of like art of like animal people uh, in like military kind of esque garb. Like there was a uh, a SWAT ma a SWAT uh, bulldog with a big uh, right shield. There was one like that. There was another one with a, uh, that was a medic dog, like with the big uh, big medic patch. Like they, it's really good, really good art. Uh, but yeah, like this one was ripped off. Like this one specific art seems to be ripped off. Uh, one specific uh, art here. Sorry, go on. No, it's all right. So I was just going to say that the term I was thinking of what wasn't furry. It was um, anthro anthro anthropomorphized. Yeah, I get stuck up on that word too. <laughs> anthrop anthropomorphized. Uh, that's such a weird word. Anyways, so basically, yeah. Um, Again, you mentioned two years ago this guy made it. And uh, I, I'm not sure if you knew this aspect of the story, Chris, but apparently um, there, there's a Reddit thread and apparently um, they've been caught also stealing other designs from other people. So it's not just a I guy. did miss that. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. I mean, that's the claim at least, right? Like mm. this is this story on both sides is still being investigated. So, Well, no something about it seems suspicious with yes, what they definitely. did after it. <laughs> so people are either assuming one of two things that Call of Duty for this game are outsourcing their art and someone's stealing it, or they have like one rogue agent within their art team that's like purposely stealing these designs one for one, essentially. Oh, not essentially, they are stealing it one for one and uh, just doing that. And no one's kind of thought to kind of, you know, reverse Google image search, for example, 
this guy's or anyone's on their team's art to make sure it's not plagiarized elsewhere. Yeah. So one weird thing about this is they released a trailer, like a video trailer, showing off the dog, showing off the Terminator stuff. And then when the claims of this being stolen art came out, they dropped the trailer, released a new one the day after. It was the same trailer, but they just removed the dog. That's funny. Seems very suspicious. Like someone immediately went, oh shit, and dropped it. I wonder, like, <laughs> that that's the part that seems suspicious. Like someone realized it is definitely stolen or... Right. Something like that. Now, obviously, you know what? You you might want to get it down just so that people can see, but for them to drop it immediately and re-edit and post the new version of it up as quickly as possible to try and erase this evidence, it seems like, right? But people on the internet already downloaded the video, re-uploaded it on YouTube, and some of the other stuff that was up talking about the dog skinks, I believe that information's gone as well on their new trailer and stuff and their website, I believe. Yeah, but... Like, it's so, just been wiped in this dog. So, guaranteed seems suspicious. Guaranteed we'll get a follow-up to the story at some point. So yeah, I guess that's why I'm waiting for this, for this follow-up, because it just seems weird how quickly they dropped it, or wiped it out and re-uploaded, right? And without a word. Like, as if they're trying to say, no, no, it wasn't there. It wasn't there, guys. Like, there wasn't an edit saying, you know, edited or whatever, right? Like, how it would do on... Uh, some news publications are on Reddit or on Twitter. You would have an edit thing on there, right? So, anyway. They're going to have to come up with an explanation at some point. And, and even if they're to say, oh, hey, this, this one rogue artist on our team, he's responsible when we fired him. Even if they, then they're just like, oh, it's all his, it's all his fault. Even if they say that, it's like, no, because he did that. Yes, he's guilty of that. You're not wrong. But it's more than him working on the team. How come his supervisor didn't check his work? How come the th editors th there's, in, yeah. there's so we, we we just talked about in the other news story how this is such a big company. Fifteen hundred people, not per call of duty yeah, per call of duty is fifteen hundred people. <laughs> and they have like three or five work in the works concurrently. So there's enough people there that work should be double checked, it should be scrutinized, it should make sure there's no plagiarism. You'd think so, so but they need those skins out now. You can't exactly. make money without schemes. Get those, get the artists in the skin mind working now, faster. Whip them harder. It, sh it shows you what their priorities are. Of yeah, course, so. that's what it feels like. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're done for this for now. As yep. I said, guaranteed we'll we'll be discussing this at some point in the future again. All right, so we got one more news story this week. We do another EA. This has been really happy. E not EA, but like Activision Blizzard, EA, like. The top dogs, in a way. Mm -hmm. But this one is actually kind of good and kind of bad. Uh, I can see both both sides, but I think it's mostly good. So EA apparently had said some stuff recently with the, like, the new patches and stuff like that in The Sims 4, which is apparently still going on, that um, they are not going to allow paid mods to be allowed for Sims. What they... From my understanding, is people, you know, people make mods. It takes time to make mods, right? Uh, some people would have, you know, their mods up for if you want uh, to get in on the mod early, you could pay a little bit extra. You know, you could pay, pay into my Patreon or whatever, you know, support me that way. I'll give you access to the mod as, as it's being created. And once it's done, I'll release it for free. Some people apparently aren't releasing it for free and keeping it behind a paywall. 
some people are saying no i don't care about money just throw me a tip if you like the mod if you want if not that's fine it's free so there's lots of different monetization going on within the mod scene in general ea has basically said you're not allowed to put your mods behind a paywall but if it is the early access of it you know while it's work in progress that's fine we're okay with it but once it's finished you have to release it for free you can't paywall your mods at all ever like they finally put down a the, their foot on this and i believe that's most of the story but i think i may have missed a few other things i can't believe this game is still going on 2014 yeah 2014 uh, isn't sims 5 out or am i just imagining i things? think this was the last one so i want to say there okay. was still new content coming out for this probably recently because i've seen lots of people for some reason on my youtube feed playing sims 4 again i don't know why <laughs> so i assume a new expansion came out which probably like added a dog and two new chairs for twenty dollars for the amount of content they added into those nowadays oh no what was the new there was a new update what the hell was it anyway i can i'll i'll look through this but yeah it basically they were just trying to say because they released something on their um forums talking about it uh the update like a month ago or something and people were like, well, what about this? This doesn't make sense or this. So they had to reiterate on their paid mod kind of uh, addendum. Not the addendum, well, what they wanted to say about paid mods and how you can monetize your stuff, but not pay wallets, right? So they want to uh, say that again. I thought for a second when this came out that Sims 4 was going to have a paid mod thing service coming out kind of like bethesda did for fallout 4 and fallout and elder scrolls i thought that's what this story was going to be when i first read it <laughs> but it wasn't so i was like oh wow ea's not doing that and ea's not being complete shit holy crap <laughs> yeah i'm i'm of two minds on this like first of all if it's been out since 2014 and this is the way it's always been, why are you changing it eight, eight, like eight years after the fact? I, right? It kind of uh, the rug under people's feet. Yeah, so, I think uh, it's just trying to make content available for everyone. Because they know the game survives a lot on mods, whether it's the stuff that they make, you know, their their expansion passes or expansion. Their expansions, sorry, my mind's falling apart. Whether it's that or people modding the game, they know the game survives off of that and it's survived for this long off of it, right? If people still play the original Sims game, like Sims 1 with mods, right? So I think it's that and they don't want to have people spend extra money that they're not getting themselves, probably. <laughs> well, I'll just add that in there. Um, to not have access to the game like lots of kids play the game lots of adults do i i assume it's just them trying to take a stance on that and say don't spend extra money on it you know none of this stuff should be paid walled off yada yada they were doing a good thing here so but i know what you're saying like why now for a game that's been where the ecosystem of this has been going on for so long in this way right so well uh, as i said i was two minds on it on it like yeah. on one hand like why are you changing it now eight years after the fact on the other hand 
there's people who have literally make made a living like this is their job to make um mods for sim mm -hmm. for and now they're not able to do that but like why why would you base your paycheck on making mods on something that you don't own well, yourself like that just seems it seems like eventually like that it's not the smartest thing to do in terms of like if this is your sole source of income why like why are you basing it on something that you have no like it, it, you know like they, they could they could end access to the game tomorrow yeah, if they, they wanted could. to and I, you wouldn't have a say in it well I, i'm not saying that they're stopping them from not monetizing at all they just can't pay while it's 100 they have to uh, give people option like we'll say patreon you go onto the this new this one modder's patreon the to get that mod you don't have to only go to that patreon you should be able to go somewhere to get free they're just not allowed to say you have to give me money to have access to it only yeah, for the early I, access stuff right yeah so i i realize i realize that i'm just saying i'm not really talking about that aspect more so like people are basing their like this is their job this is their career is to make mods for sim 4 and people are have been complaining that they you know they can afford their apartment and food and medication because this is what they're doing and now that might not be able to be in the works anymore but again it's like right because not everyone's I, gonna pay for a mod you know if they were to get it off like if they had it get it off before now they may not be able to make that type of money and why throw all your eggs in one modding basket <laughs> for a service that could just shut down tomorrow exactly you have you have there's no job security eventually mm -hmm. the game's not going to be online anymore so maybe you're okay with that but you knew that something like this was going to happen eventually in your lifetime. Of course, you couldn't do this forever. So, mm. I don't. I feel bad, but I kind of don't at the same time. I, I like the stance that EA took on it, and not entirely saying you're not allowed to. No patrons. You're not allowed to have, make any money off of this whatsoever at all. <laughs> like I'm glad they didn't do that, but I'm glad that they said don't paywall off the completed content. Because people should always have access to it, so I but like EA's stance on it. <laughs> why? Why? Why does EA not have Care? an issue charging people? What? Oh, sorry. Go on. How did? Do, why does EA not have an issue charging people for the expansions they make, but they have an issue charging people for the mods that other people make? Because they're not making money off of it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> hmm. like okay, I think we covered this a long time ago in like uh, and... paid mods. For like Fallout Four, I think Possibly. it was. No, or it was at least 4, we've, if we haven't, we've Skyrim. talked about it. Skyrim. It. So no, Skyrim. <laughs> we, we we talked about it on. I think uh, Skyrim on Steam used to have like paid mods. Like, what was it like? Like a cheeseburger for ninety nine cents or I something. I think they Not still do buzz. in the new version of Skyrim. But I, I it wasn't a cheeseburger. It was some a stupid item for ninety nine cents that you could buy, like an apple or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, it was. It was a know, you, know, you, know, you know what I mean? It's like. But then that was such a huge controversy because people have always said that mods, uh, like essentially, were have historically always been free, yeah, like on on mod Nexus or whatnot. So, mm. yeah, so I I don't play Sim, so for, I, yeah, I I realize that they allow people EA allow people to kind of make money off of their mods in this game specifically because according to Mod Nexus, which I think is fair to say is like the number one website when it comes to mods. They have always offered like there's a paid service to install the mm. mods for free, but the mods themselves have always been free. Yeah, so mods themselves are free, but in the modding scene, especially as it's gone on 
over the many many years there since patreon and a lot of that stuff like a lot of them have opened up patreons like the modders and offer people to you know say hey you know here's two dollars thank you for the mod right you know and then some people because it's patreon you know, could do the monthly thing if they want to support them all the way through because it's patreon but i guess some people were just getting off their content 100 percent behind a paywall uh, mm -hmm. which is weird but it's not uncommon for some modders to do that as well but most people that i know of don't most modders that i know of don't do that so it's kind of a weird you know multi-tiered kind of ecosystem free versus the uh i would say free versus the uh early access paid versus the only access paid ecosystem is a bit weird that's it's there <laughs> so it's just kind of a great area because you're making money off someone's mm, work which is yeah i think that's which part... is most of the time is a legal no-no i, I think time. that's also part of it why ea said this like actually addressed this because i think that part of their eula or whatever is saying that you is probably something like that and since mods are a gray area in the gaming space they want to put their foot down and say this is our stance on it right so that's probably probably that i'm guessing since they don't want to like just kill their modding scene, right? They don't want, you know, since the game thrives on it, <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's just a little bit of a, an update there. So don't be surprised if you are sub to any kind of mods, especially for like Sims 4, that some, some, some new ones might appear on the Nexus or, you know, some people may change their, uh, their paid subscription services, Patreons, whatever to more fall in line with this right so just keep an eye out if you're into the modding scene you know it does shift and change depending on the companies and their stances as well so yeah just always be careful <laughs> i think that's it for us for this week i think that was our last news story so yeah we done also, if you have anything else to add i swear there was something else i was going to say but i don't remember what it was whatever if i remember it i'll talk about it next time okay fair enough all right, well, so where can people find you, Chris? They can find me at Twitch at Prince underscore Kaboom. That's where we do this podcast every Wednesday evening at roughly 6 to 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time. So you can figure that out on your own because my time changes here because of daylight savings. But uh, there's that. And uh, I try to stream a few times a week very early in the mornings random days depending on how i feel so i don't have a set schedule guys so if i'm on i'm on i'm gonna try and set a schedule though we'll see how that works and you can find me on twitter at c shebang that's uh, c s c h a b a n g i go there i post updates on sometimes of when i'm going live and some sentai stuff dragon ball stuff artist stuff that i find interesting if you just want to follow me go ahead i'm there and well uh, i guess i'll be playing probably some more lunar tonight i don't think i'm doing drag uh dragon well digimon survive because that's seems more like a casual relaxing <laughs> more visual novel game i don't really want to do that online and make up voices for every single character i'm already yeah. losing my voices in lunar <laughs> so but yeah, uh, I'll be playing some more Lunar, trying to get through that. Maybe tonight, we'll see. Uh, 
Well, I think that's it. They'll be streaming and doing stuff. What about you, Sean? Where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at the same handle, Zorb underscore Zex. Um, yeah, on Twitch, I am currently playing through a couple of Final Fantasy games, Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster. I'll be playing Final Fantasy VII Remake after we're done that one. Um, as well as I'm playing, I'm going to be playing through, I think on Saturday, um, I'm going to be playing through hopefully the second and last half of the uh, Bahamut DLC for uh, Final Fantasy Origins. So it's going to be me versus the Warrior of Light from Final Fantasy 1. So we'll see nice. what happens in that. And yeah, I think that's about it. So thanks guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. I didn't hit my scene properly. There we go. Goodbye again. <laughs>